Good morning, church. This is the second Sunday of Lent. This morning we have two scriptures. So as I was making my notes and getting ready for the sermon, my first thought was, we have two scriptures because they really go together for this message. And then I thought, well, duh, they all go together. They're in the Bible. They're they're bound in a a large book of multiple books. So yeah, they go together. Clearly, I think I need more coffee this morning, but that's okay. If you're hearing this message, um, it probably means you either were unable to meet with us in person at 11 a.m. or you're going back and listening again because um, there was something you wanted to hear again. So I thank you for those that have told me you've gone back and listened after being in person together and, and hearing the message for the first time. So grab your cup of coffee, your sweet tea, whatever it is, and let's settle in and and hear what God has to uh, reveal to us today. So this morning's scripture, the first one is Luke 6, 36, and the second one is John 15, 21. <clears throat> so we're going to make our way to Luke first and then John. Give you just a minute to flip um, in your Bible to Luke 6, 36, or open your Bible app. But that's where we're going to begin, is Luke 6, 36. Luke 6 says, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. That's easy enough. It's not too too, uh, too hard to unpack that, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. So John 15, 21. It says, they will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who has sent me. Let's pray. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we lift our hearts to you. We ask that you give us clarity and discernment as we go into this message so that you can reveal what each one of us needs to take away. Lord, as we we go through this message, we ask that you pierce our hearts with it. Pierce our hearts so that it is ingrained in us and becomes part of our natural being. It becomes part of our natural way of life. Lord, do with us whatever your will is. We want your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, you say we're two or more gathered. You are with us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. We ask all things in the precious and holy name of your Son, and all God's children said, Amen. So I have a question. How many of us have looked at a child and said, Did you hear me? (laughs) How many of us have looked at that child and said, Okay, now I need you to repeat back to me what you heard so I know exactly how you heard it. Because later I'm going to ask you, did you hear me? And you know, it always ends up that later we always end up saying, but I told you so. Did you not listen? I used to tell my son, you know, after he had, after he'd done something and, and, um, especially after he'd done something I told him not to do, I would say, there's no free trips to the ER. You basically get a couple of sticks and some duct tape to hold you together. But before we, like, wrap whatever the wound is in duct tape, I have to spit on it to make it heal faster. 
There was only one time I actually had to almost prove myself. He was hurt, and he came crying to me. He was little. He was so tiny. And he was crying. His, his world was just devastated. And as he's crawling up in my lap, and he's showing me that he hurt his leg, and I'm snuggling him, and I'm slowly putting one leg over him as he's sitting on my lap. And I looked at him, and I said, you know what I have to do next, right? And with these big pouty tears, he says, no, what? I said, I have to spit on it to make it better. Oh, my goodness. That child came alive. He was squirming. He was squealing. He was jumping. He was moving. He was laughing. And I was making all these gross sounds that today would probably make me want to vomit. But sometimes we have to go to that brink of understanding. Don't do this. Do what I said. If you don't, this is going to happen. You know, we give our kids these instructions as a precursor to actually show them mercy of what's later to come. So let's look at the word mercy. It means to show compassion or leniency to an offender. Remember that word offender. Mercy has a, a special reference to God's acts of forgiveness by the means of atonement. So, in a general sense, mercy is compassion that causes one to help the weak, the sick, the less fortunate. Someone where, where God is tugging on our heartstrings. Hey, I need you to go over here and show them some mercy. I need you to go over here and check this out for me. Many times, that person that needs mercy, something has happened and they've stopped hearing God. Or maybe they haven't heard God for the first time yet. God needs us to be his hands and feet. Showing mercy is a virtue of true Christians. You can check out James 2 for more of that. And it's one of the determinants of how God's going to treat us. Remember, judge and you shall be judged. Christian mercy is, is a fruit of the Spirit that is made up with love, kindness, gentleness, goodness. You can see Galatians 5 for more of that. God's mercy towards sinners was shown most clearly and fully in his giving of his beloved son to die in our place. Our Lord's mercy enabled him to take the sacrifice of Jesus and make our debt payment for our sins. Also check out Romans 5. So offender. We are the offender against God when we do not show mercy. John 15 gives us directions, distinct directions. It's instructions. Give as we give our children. He, he's given us precursors just as we gave our children precursors. Showing mercy before there is an act of correction. Scripture is full of God's precursors or the showings of mercy before the day when he will make corrections and set everything straight. 
You know, you don't tell a child that the stove is hot and then hand them a match and teach them how to light it. You warn them, you show them mercy, and then you direct them away from the stove. Scripture tells us, don't trade evil with evil. You can respond in a loving way without catering to sin. If you want to receive blessings, Jesus has the recipe for being blessed. And that's to not be drawn into evil actions or reactions when the enemy triggers or tries to trigger us through emotions. If you look back to Luke 6.27, Scripture tells us that we are to repay hate with love, cursing with blessing, persecution with intercessory prayer, The one trying to kick us when we are down should be lifted up in prayer because God also says vengeance is his. We must remember that there will come a day when we will stand before the one who has been our audience of one this whole time. He has seen everything. Nothing is hidden from God. You know, in John 15, remember that the world views the church as hypocrites because of how the church has treated them previously. For those who are against the church but have never attended church, they truly hate because of something somebody has told them about the church. It's Secondhand gossip. It's secondhand hate. It's actually secondhand ignorance of the truth. Truth being Jesus Christ. I said a few weeks ago that we are walking billboards for the kingdom. Your actions might be the first interaction that they have or they experience with any level of Jesus. And this world does not want that to be known. This world does not want that to be experienced. That's why John 15 says, They will treat you this way because of me, meaning Jesus. The enemy doesn't want this world to be pointed towards Jesus at all. But we are to show mercy because God has shown agape to us. Agape is the Internal commitment to someone else's well-being or betterment. The cross is pure agape. It's how Jesus changed the church from being worldly to heavenly. We are the ones that are turning the church from heavenly to worldly because we want it to fit us. We want it to fit our comfort zone. To be merciful and show agape, we must rethink church. It's our actions that water seeds that will later produce fruit in a harvest that we may never see. And that's okay. God's will be done. I will carry that water for that seed if I never get to see the harvest. Because on that day when we are all walking the streets together in peace, joy, love, mercy, and agape, We will see so much fruit. Now, imagine Jesus on the cross looking down, looking down at all of us and saying, 
do as I said. He's looking down from the cross. He says, did you hear me? Because the death on a cross is the sinner's death. It's not a death for someone who is mercy, grace, forgiveness, and agape. You know, kindness goes a long way in the battle against the enemy. You can be the enemy's choice weapon, or you can choose to be a reflection of the light of Christ. It's your choice. I pray every day that Jesus helps me to be more like him and less like this world. As we continue through this Lent season, I pray, oh goodness, I pray, I pray that you look in the mirror and see that person looking back at you as the beloved, the beloved child of God. I pray that you have courage to just say, shut up, devil. I pray that you make choices to be the reflection of God's light and not the enemy's weapon. I pray we absolutely rest in the peace that Jesus has made a way for our eternity. Let's pray. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for Calvary. We thank you for the blood of the atonement. We thank you that you gave your son to show us mercy, grace, forgiveness, and agape. Lord, help us walk this out. Help us grow closer to you. And Lord, if there's something in our life that is distracting us that we don't see yet, we ask that you shut that door. Don't even give us a chance to see a glimpse of it. Just shut the door. Lord, the enemy's got tools left and right. He's got minions placed all around. Lord, I ask that whatever he is trying to throw at us today, that you deflect his fiery arrows from triggering us to be worldly instead of heavenly. And now we pray as you taught your disciples to pray so long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. And all God's children said, Amen. Please know I'm praying for each of you as we travel this spiritual journey. I want to thank you for sending the messages and reaching out and letting me know what, what parts of the message spoke to you. That's just confirmation uh, for me that um, I, I know God's in this. And where God is, that's where I want to be. So always remember, speak life, be a blessing. Put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody.